Hiya folks, if you're new in town, don't be shy and just stand by. Let me explain to you how this works. Feeling bored or lonely and you need someone to watch cartoons with? Then look no further, because I'm here to play in your ear. You can listen to the podcast alone or alongside the cartoon. The choice is yours. Either way, let's get to tune along. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tune Along. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for watching some cartoons with us today. Or if you just want to listen to the podcast, that's cool as well. Let's go ahead. Today, we're going to be watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1, Episode 5, The Ultimate Great Moth. That's what the, that's the one with Weevil. Uh, Weevil? Is it Weevil or Weevil? Weevil Underwood. The guy with the uh, mushroom haircut, the blue hair, the, uh, the, what is that, turquoise, teal? He's got that baby blue haircut, green. Uh, I don't remember. He's got the green jacket, that's for sure. But that guy, yeah, I remember he was a jerk. He threw uh, Yugi's Exodia cards in the water, if you remember that. So we're going to go ahead and start the episode, and we're going to just talk about it, because why not? This is a great show, guys. Look, it's... Uh... Well, let's just go ahead and start the episode, all right? Season 1, Episode 5, in 3, 2, 1, play. And you got Yugi on the screen right now. They're recapping previously on Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, okay, there's Weevil. Yeah, that's the green jacket I was thinking. Of. Okay. Uh, guys, it's Monday night. It's, uh, it's you know, you know how Mondays can be, right? And Mondays in the summer, I don't know for you guys, but for me anyways, Monday in the summer, uh, end of the school year, Yu-Gi-Oh. That screams Yu-Gi-Oh for me uh, for a good little while there back in grade six, back in grade seven. Uh, listen, today we went out for a little drive. Um, drove around my old school, took some videos just to get some memories, you know, the old place. And uh, it just brought back some memories of Yu-Gi-Oh. So in grade six, yeah, we're watching Yu-Gi-Oh. We're all having a good time, playing the card game, playing outside, pretending we're all Yu-Gi, pretending we all have the uh, the Exodia cards or the uh, the Ultimate Dragons, the God cards. And, of course, back then Yu-Gi-Oh didn't actually make sense now, if you guys know this, the Yu-Gi-Oh! show from uh, back back then didn't match the card game. Certain rules, like, for instance, when uh, Yu-Gi's fighting, uh, is it Maiko? Maiko? The sea guy, the guy who's uh, really big on the ocean. Uh, he takes he takes a stone giant and he stabs the moon to break the spell. It didn't make any sense, you know? You can't do that in real life. You can't do that in the card game, so... But still, really cool episode. Yu-Gi-Oh! 10 out of 10 for me. Honestly, um, it's a great anime. If you if you read the books, if you read the mangas, I just got the whole series uh, recently for a freaking really good deal. And I figured, you know what? It's worth it because the manga is totally different from the TV show. It's darker. Yugi's doing a lot, playing a lot more games. He's kind of like a gambler. He'll And he's kind of like a Russian roulette kind of gambler. He's nuts. He'll do things that is, you know, he's not a really nice guy. He's not na naive. Um I'll show you later. I'll do a video and I'll show you what I mean on the Yu-Gi-Oh! mangas. But look at this. Yu-Gi-Oh! The intro starting. I think this is one of the coolest intros for any cartoon, for any anime. The Dragon Ball one is pretty sweet too. But when you see, when you hear the Yu-Gi-Oh! one, I mean, for myself, I'm glued to my seat. I hear the epic music. Just that music. Na, 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 na. It's kind of like Game of Thrones music for anime. That's it's that level. And back then, 
you know, Celtic Guardian kind of looked a lot. Of, you know, he just always reminded me of Link from uh, Legend of Zelda. It's time to yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. So that's what I'm saying, guys. It's Monday night. I just had an exciting Monday today. Um, met an old friend, somebody that was uh, telling me about uh, my old elementary school. Actually, we went through a whole yearbook, and I just saw some pictures and some characters, some people, brought back some memories, and just some. For some reason, it got me thinking about Yu-Gi-Oh! And Digimon as well. I was actually this between this and Digimon, but I decided to do Yu-Gi-Oh! Just because. And I picked this episode on purpose because this is actually the first episode I ever watched of Yu-Gi-Oh! This is the... I It had come out on TV. And the thing is, when something comes out on TV, if you haven't been watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Sometimes they're not always advertising it. Sometimes people aren't talking about it. I missed the first four or five episodes. Uh, ended up catching them a little bit later on. They kind of replayed them. But never saw the first episode with Exodia forever. Uh, it played and the one with uh, the blue eyes yeah I guess it's the Exodia one where uh, Exodia beats uh, Seto Kaiba but in this show this episode I'll never forget it it's where Yugi fights Weevil Weevil Underwood uh, the bug insect um, you know master at the Yu-Gi-Oh card game but the thing is I'm seeing my Valentine I always thought they met my Valentine a little bit later on Anyways, I could be wrong. Maybe they meet her, you know, fairly soon. So I guess there's a battle going on right now. And I do remember Summon Skull coming out at this in one of the, uh, in you know, in one of these battles with Weevil. I do remember that. But anyways, I do remember. Here's the thing. I, I recorded this episode long ago. I recorded it. Um, played it over and over and over. And I also recorded the one with, Ka, with uh, Kaigu, Kaigu, whatever his name is. The sea guy. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's the the guy the <laughs> the guy that's in charge of the uh, the sea. Uh, uh, and then uh, you know, Stone Giant stabs the moon, the uh, the trap card or the magic card. But uh, this game, honestly, look, thinking back now, look at the way they're playing. But you remember a little bit later on when Kaiba comes out with the uh, the ultimate dueling hand gear. You've got the card. You can put the cards in your hand gear. I built one of those. I'll never forget. It was a Saturday afternoon. And I was about to go to my friend's house on uh, on Sunday or Saturday night. So all Saturday morning, I started working on this thing. And I basically built the wrist out of cardboard. I put tape. I made it really strong. I put a lot of tape, good construction tape. I put, the, I put these, uh, you know when you have cards and you put them in plastics, but you know the hard plastics? So what I did is I cut that in the middle uh, enough so that I can slide the card, but still grab it with one hand and slide it out. But it would still be inside the pocket, right? So it's holding. So I'd put five of those in the front, five of those in the bottom. Uh, and then I'd have a little, I had built a little square uh, box area where I can put the deck. And in there, I had put a little spring where it pushes down. And then later on, next thing you know, uh, Toys R Us is selling it for like 50 bucks. Not actually, you know what, not as good from what I've heard from people. It's not as good as the one I built. And my buddy my buddy actually built one. I think he built his, his even better than me. But he, he built it in the form of a shield, which I thought was pretty cool. But I, I, I'll always like, you know, I'm always going to remember the original, you know, hand piece that he wears when he's dueling and it flips out. Uh, it's pretty dope. Oh, he put out a larva. Now I think about it. Man-eater bug. Why didn't Weevil have any man-eater bugs in his deck? And here's another question. Did they ever sell? I'm assuming they, I'm assuming they did. Did they ever sell a Weevil Underwood deck? I mean, I remember... 
uh, the, you know, there's a Kaiba one, there's a Yugi one, there's a Joey one, I think. The Joey one is, I remember came out at the same time as the Yugi one and the Kaiba one, and I think the Joey one was the lamest. It had black, red eyes, black dragon, which is, in my opinion, pretty terrible card. Maybe today with the new effects they have, they change, they have to change them. Um, even Dark Magician, right? They, I think they changed them, they put, they gave them more, uh, more effects. If a card doesn't have an effect, you're not going to put it in your deck nowadays. The game's evolved, what can we say? And then, uh, yeah, I'll never forget just buying the Pegasus deck. It was the first deck I ever bought. And bringing it home, opening all the cards. I just wanted to go through Toon World. I had Toon Summons. Uh, no, sorry. I had Toon um, Blue Eyes White Dragon, which I thought I had the rarest card at the time. Turns out I didn't. Well, obviously, I didn't. And I had Relen Relinquished. And I never knew how to use Relinquished. He always had, he always had zero attack power. And just like the biggest paragraph to read to figure out. So you can just bullshit your friends unless they're smart. <laughs> Um, you know, on how to how to defeat them. But I just enjoyed having that deck. I always thought it was so cool that hey, I can have the ultimate bad guys deck. Um, you know, for Pegasus to have Toon World and all that stuff. And not to mention there's quite a few good cards in that deck. And I also had some of Yugi's deck and some of Kaiba's deck. I've had a mixture of cards from different decks and uh uh over the years, just collected the cards and I still have them. I'm actually gonna do a, a video on my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I've got a couple boxes and some sleeves. Um you know, ready to go with Yu-Gi-Oh cards in good condition. I've even got some Chinese knockoffs with that are, you know, that have amazing hieroglyphics. They've got these dragons. I just thought these were, you know, those. I know they're not real Konami licensed Yu-Gi-Oh product, but still really cool to see. Uh, you know, a few stickers out there. Back in the day, Chinatown was the great greatest place to get Yu-Gi-Oh cards, even though they were knockoffs. Some of them they were they weren't. Some of them actually weren't. Uh, they were actually perfectly legit and uh, just as good. And you know what? Today, where are you going to go do that? Do you, do you guys still have card stores? You know, out in your uh, out in your neighborhoods, out in your public areas that you live, where you can just go battle, play Yu-Gi-Oh, play Magic: The Gathering. You know, play some Monster Hunter, uh, Monster Rancher, card game. Is there any place like that anymore? I know of I know of two places where I can go in my city. Uh, or two cities around me that I can go do that. However, it's it's such a small following. I mean, no, it's that's not true. It's not that small a following. But the thing is, the people that play, I feel they're either really good or they're people that just want to try to get into it. But the, where are they going to find that first place to go and get into it? I'm sure your city has it. But if not, let me know. I'm just curious who has this, who still has these card game places where you can go buy cards and just hang out and chill and trade. I remember uh, one place. Shout out to uh, to Blue Nose. Those guys. I remember back in the day. You, if you went in the store and you tried it and you tried to say, you know, to trade Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, whatever it was, they would they would give you a warning. And then the second time they would ban you for a week. And then the third time you were banished for not for life. I think I think it was like six months. But you know that guy out there, he didn't want to ban people. I don't think he wanted to ban people, but. I think he, he put a strict rule. I remember when that place was crowded. Just trying to get Yu-Gi-Oh cards when they first came out. Uh, you know, seeing Pikachu being sold for 25 bucks, Charizard for 100 bucks. You're freaking out. You know what I mean? You're freaking out. You're watching this and you're going, holy crud. How the heck am I supposed to keep up with all this? There's 150 of them. Uh, Mom, can you get me one? Uh, no. And then you get one a year. How are you supposed to get 150? You get a whole pack. You trade with, with your friends. You try and get smart with it. It's almost like gambling. You uh, you give your friends some some snacks. You get a free card. You try and get free cards, like a bunch of dumb free cards. After that, you take a bunch of those, trade for some higher ones. 
um, it's good business learning, you know, skills at a young age. And the whole point is Yu-Gi-Oh for myself on a Monday night, if I'm just relaxing and I'm, um, you know, I just finished everything and it's, you know, and it's midnight and I'm alone in my room and if I got some Yu-Gi-Oh I can watch or, uh, or even play on the GameCube, the false bound kingdom, uh, one game that I can definitely think of one game that, uh, there's, there's that one. There's the Game Boy Advance one, the, uh, Duelist Kingdom. And there's the one for the Game Boy Color, which it, it's flawed, but I, I did enjoy playing it. I got to be honest. I did enjoy it. And I, I did enjoy gaining Rayquaza, was it? And uh, Acid Trap Hole from there. There was another one, I forget. Uh, but I got those cards from the Game Boy Color uh, version. Um, and then, uh, you know, as far as Yu-Gi-Oh!, I've played the, the mobile game, which is a lot of fun. And look, you, you see right here, you've got uh, Guardian, Knight's Guardian. What's his name again? Nice card. 2,200 attack power, I think, right? If I'm not mistaken. You know, at the same time, when Yu-Gi-Oh! was coming out, there was another game called... Uh, what was... Sorry, I was about to talk about it. I totally forgot about it. It's called um, Monster... Monster Cards? Card Monster? Uh, the name is is escaping me. But it's the one with the kid with the, uh, with the long hair, the long black hair. Uh, another anime. It's kind of supposed to be like a knockoff on, uh, you know, on Yu-Gi-Oh. There's Weevil with that evil laugh. That's why back then I always thought evil was actually evil was evil Weevil, right? Um, and I and after reading the manga, you know, after reading a few page, you know, chapters of the manga, seeing a character like Weevil is more of the style like you're gonna find in uh, in the manga itself. Yugi's dark. I'm telling you. He's playing. He's playing a game where he has a knife and he's trying to, you know, dance the knife around his fingers if you get stabbed. But what he does is he takes a deck of uh, of Yu-Gi-Oh cards and he t he takes about like I mean maybe half a deck and he puts it on his on his hand on his palm the palm of his hand top of the palm of his hand. He takes a knife and you basically you have to stab into the cards and whoever whoever has the most cards on their knife wins. So the you know the harder you stab the more cards you're gonna get, but also the closer you're gonna get to your hand and maybe hurt yourself. So he does it and actually stabs like in his hand, grabs all the cards. The other guy's like uh, the other guy. I just remember the other guy crapping his pants. And then it's it's never usually a good ending. It's it's not happy, you know. Kids WB Yu Gi Oh. We're talking here. It's actually pretty raw, but I, honestly, I recommend checking it out. It's a, it, if you've watched all all the Yu Gi Oh is what I'm saying. If you've watched all the Yu Gi Oh out there, played some games, and you want some more, and you don't know what to expect. Go watch, go read the mangas. It'll give you a nice fresh glimpse on Yu-Gi-Oh! Much like they do with Batman. They'll come out with another Batman every year. Um, you know, a different take on it, a different dimension. Uh, kids, you know, not even kids. Uh, Time Warner, WB Animation Studios. When they work on uh, DC Comics, DC Animation uh, content, like the Flash Paradox and all that stuff, Green, Green Lantern. Uh, they do amazing stuff. Their cartoons are amazing. And I feel like... You know, you're watching a show like Yu-Gi-Oh. What other shows have these guys worked on? And that's what I'm trying to think. I mean, I know their work; they've worked on Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Yu-Gi-Oh! is such a huge world. Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, when I think of anime worlds, and I think maybe even for yourselves, if you ha if you have a list like this, when I think of anim anime worlds, I'm thinking of Yu-Gi-Oh! That's a huge world. I'm thinking of Dragon Ball Z, the whole Dragon Ball universe, for that matter, including GT. You know, that's a huge universe. You've got um, 
what what's what there's Pokemon. Pokemon is so big. Pokemon is what how many seasons? I want to say like 2025. 20, They're like the Simpsons. They're the Pokemon is the Japanese version of the Simpsons just with the amount of content they've got. The thing is the show is kind of repetitive. Now, I'm going to say there are yes, there are exceptions. There are a bunch of episodes that aren't linear that can get dark. Uh some episodes that are controversial. Movies that are pretty good that are not the same. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like Power Rangers. I feel like, uh, you know, you meet a new Pokemon, you discover him, there's a little story arc, which I'm saying is actually pretty cool because if you're able to do that many episodes for uh, a show like Pokemon and you're limited to children, if you weren't limited to children and, and you can do whatever you want as far as like content goes, just imagine what, uh, you know, a show like Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon or Dragon Ball. Imagine Dragon Ball was rated X or not even rated X, but rated R <laughs> and rated R to the point where you know, there's more than just blood. You're ripping off arms and limbs, which actually happens. But just imagine they did it like, uh, you know, they've got those gory animes out there in Japan that you're never going to see because they're just so, so dark. But it'd just be cool to see a version of that. And when I think of Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm thinking of those mangas. Oh, yeah. It's rain. Is that acid rain and it's burning them? Seriously, though, whenever I think of the, um, of Weevil and I see the giant moths like that, I think of Pokemon when you go to the... Uh, when you go to the safari, not not even the safari. When you go to, uh, sorry guys, the name's escaping me. Um, is it Viridian Forest? You go to one of those places where you, you can catch uh, you can catch bugs, you catch kakunas, catch bee drills. You can even find a Pikachu in that area, I hear. But you're only gonna find a female one, I think. Uh, if you find a male one, I think I think they're rare to find a male one. Now I think about it. But. If you guys remember back in the day just playing, I, I don't know why. I'm, now I'm starting to talk about Pokemon, but we're watching Weevil Underwood. It just, rem I don't know, if it, I'm just getting flashbacks of Pokemon. Just watching Kids WB. Think about this. You're watching Kids WB. You see this in the morning. And then right after, they're, you know, they're showing you advertisements while you're watching Yu-Gi-Oh! for Pokemon coming up next. Or coming up later on in Kids WB. And you're getting ready. You're getting psyched. You're getting your bowl of cereal. I'm getting my Captain Crunch. Shout out to Captain Crunch, maybe for a free promo. Um, but, you know, or Honeycomb. I don't like Honeycrisp. No, Honeycrisp. I like, you know, Sugar Bear. Honeycrisp, Sugar Bear is a pretty cool character, but I'm not a big fan of Honeycrisp. Um, I like Corn Pops, you know, Cookie Crisp. All the all those are good ones. Lucky Charms. They're, they're all good. I think if you mix it up, you give it a good mesh. Even put a little together, mix it around together. Um, cereal is cereal. You drink that that milk after it's pretty good. But anyways, oh, so I, I I'm trying to remember when they met my my Valentine. I thought they met her honestly. I I honestly thought they met her when uh, she did. She was playing with the uh, the harpies, feather dusters, and all those characters, the little harpy pixies. Um, and she she puts perfume on her cards, and then she smells them, and it freaks Joey out. But Joey's just like you know you know Sam Yug. You just got to focus. That's what taught me to do. Especially after. Oh, who's the character with the um, the white hair? Mokuba? No, not Mokuba. Uh, sorry, the name's escaping me. The white hair guy. The guy who pulls out a man-eater bug in real life and attacks Tristan in the in the tower. I forget, I'm forgetting his name. It's not Mokuba. I know it's not Mokuba. Mokuba is... Uh, is uh, Kaiba's brother. I'm thinking of... Guys, I'm sorry. I'm forgetting the name. Oh, Summit Skull. That's right. He does 
bring out Summon Skull. Summon Skull was one of my favorite cards. I honestly thought Summon Skull was just as powerful, if not more powerful, than uh, than Dark Magician, just because I think he was one star less than Dark, Dark Magician. If I'm not mistaken, I could be totally wrong on that, guys. I'm sorry. But I think Summon Skull, for some reason, I always seem to play Summon Skull over Dark Magician. Either that or I always had maybe had two Summon Skulls. Uh, but I know I had a, a shiny Summon Skull with gold writing on it. Uh, and it was uh, holographic and it was a special edition. He's right! Everything's right! Weevil. How many people are going to Yu-Gi-Con? There's for sure Yu-Gi-Oh! Con, right? Or Konami-Con? Or a card-con game thing, you know, where you can go out there and just uh, dress as your favorite character. There's for sure people that dress as Weevil. Yo, Summon Skull's got 3,500 attack. No way. No way. Yo, that's cheating, You. Yo, Lightning is the worst for insect, in, in, you know, insect types. Lightning and water and insect, you know, don't mesh. Summon Skull's so fucking freaky. He looks like the Balrog from Lord of the Rings. He's a demon. So, yeah, Weevil's gone. And that's it. I think you don't even see him for, you know, let's see in the episode. I think we're almost there, guys. Hold on. You know, that's the last time you see Weevil Underwood for a good while. You see, basically, it's Weevil, Rex, and uh, the other guy there, the, the fish guy. And there's maybe another one. But you don't see them forever. After, you just see them in a group. And then maybe later throughout, maybe at the end of the series or after a bunch of different arcs, they come back for, like, one or two fights as a, you know, a little... Homage. Yeah, that was really cool. You remember in uh, in the old Yu-Gi-Oh show, or yeah, I should say the original Yu-Gi-Oh, they would steal the stars from uh, and put them on a bracelet. You know, from Pegasus Island. Weevil is at zero. He's the first one out. He's he's the shittiest. And I remember Joey had like one star, and it was up to Yugi to save his friend. I love how they just built like a giant battle station there. Like they don't, they couldn't just have one arena. Yeah, whose turn is it to play cards? Yeah, my turn. Instead, they're walking around with a deck of cards, and they're like, this is epic. Like, that guy just got beat in a deck of cards, you know? That's the end of the episode, guys. Uh, the uh, credits are playing. Oh, yeah, it feels good. Now, another thing about Yu-Gi-Oh! that I'm remembering is, you know, like, much like a night like tonight, like I said, a Monday night, we're just, we're Tuesday right now. It's 12, 12 a.m. Uh, we're going on Tuesday right now. And... The one thing I can remember, or I can tell you, is when I would get, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever it was, what Yu-Gi-Oh paraphernalia, I would get some Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, you know, I got the Yu-Gi-Oh duel, dueling CD, came with like 25 songs, a bunch of like uh, real songs from the show, a bunch of other like singing songs that were new, came with cards, I think it came with a couple cards and maybe some stickers, if I'm not mistaken. Really cool piece, a really cool. I'm gonna do a video on it. Just this, you know, the aspect of it. Imagine you're you're sitting down. You got your little CD player on the side. You got your cards. You got your friend in front of you. You got your little bracelet. Playing Yu-Gi-Oh. You're you're pumped. You're 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 trying to find a different strategy to win. You're trying to win like in the show. You're using characters you've never heard of before. New cards. You're getting ambitious. And meanwhile, uh, then you go. You finally play somebody who's actually good, who has a good deck, who built something that that makes sense. Um, you get destroyed and then you're like, fuck this game. <laughs> um, I, I can remember a buddy of mine. He, he got super into Yu-Gi-Oh. We were all into Yu-Gi-Oh. I remember it was the summer of, uh, I want to say 
2005, 2004, 2005, somewhere around there. And, or maybe even earlier. And uh, we were all, we honestly, we were all playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And this one buddy of mine, he stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh! He went on, he traded all his Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. He had tons. And he went and got, he went in the Magic game, Magic the Gathering. There's nothing wrong with that. I think I thought Magic was pretty good. I actually played Magic. That was the first game I ever played was Magic the Gathering. The problem was, there was not enough people playing Magic to, you know, where I was. I wasn't finding enough people playing. Uh, that when Yu-Gi-Oh! came out, everybody was playing. Everybody was on board. Same with Pokemon. But Pokemon, nobody played the card game as, um, you know, as a game. They always just collected the cards to have the pictures, the rareness. They wanted the little stars at the bottom. Keep them in order in my little binder, my little sleeves. But when it came to Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh, people played the game. They put their cards in sleeves because they were being used. They were being thrown down. Uh, and I can even remember some kids playing. Uh, they would have to put a card on the line. They said, okay, put your what's your what's your best card? Okay, that's your best card. Here's my best card. And it's like, oh, shit, if I win, I win that card. I would say, you know, four times out of ten, five times out of ten, even, even more maybe, a uh, kid who loses end up, ends up crying, gets his card back, and they ban the game from the school. So, and they did that with everything. They did that with marbles. Uh, back in the day, they did that with marbles. They did it with uh, with pogs. They did it with so many different things. It didn't matter what you brought to school. Yo-yos, even if, it was, you know, I remember kids having yo-yos and they were batting those. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. And if you got po Pokemon cards, it's no different. But think about it. Back then, you got your Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You brought your deck at school. You know you've got like 10 friends that are on board wanting to play. Then you're going to summer camp. I remember going to summer camp, bringing my Yu-Gi-Oh cards, like I said. You got friends there. They're super into it. They bring, they're bring. they getting more cards every week. You're trading with them. You're actually buying cards. They're selling their cards. You're buying stuff you've never heard of. You don't know what's good. You don't know what's rare. Um, there's no internet back then. You're not really going on the on the internet going, listen, this card sells for this much. What are you doing? Or, oh, I know this one's rare. You just took, you went with the show. If a cool character came up on the show, you you took the card. Or if it was like a, uh, you know, a card that everybody kind of knew, like a Black Luster Soldier, um, any any kind of card that had a name with a really deep name, a, uh, something with some weight, um, it was rare, you know, it was worth something. I remember, and I remember just honestly getting scammed as well. I would I would trade cards that I didn't know what were worth, what they were worth. They would give me cards. At one point, I just wanted card like four star monsters, just to build my card, you know, my deck, so I'd have you know enough cards that were strong enough for me to put on the table. They wouldn't just die, like you know. Cards with 1,800 attack power, zero defense, 1,600 attack power, or a man-eater bug, stuff to, to detonate the, the enemy. Um, it was just, I didn't know what I was doing. And I was giving away stupid cards, uh, good cards, to people that, that uh, uh, were, were, were tricking. But I did the same thing to other people, too. So, you know, what comes around goes around. And uh, so the next thing, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like I said, Monday night, guys. Maybe I'll do another video tomorrow night, another, uh, you know, podcast. But tonight I just felt like I really wanted to talk about, uh, you know, just the good old simple times. Right now we're living in a world where uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of uh, negativity in the, you know, happening. But maybe let's just so let's just sit back together and some, you know, at some point just uh, take a little 30 minute break, watch a little cartoon and just think back. You know, a little bit far back, you know, maybe 15, 20 years when these kind of cartoons just did nothing but bring you joy and happiness. And, you know, what what more can you ask for than that today? Right. 
and uh, just to take your mind and your body and your whole soul and bring it way back in the 90s, bring it way back to the N64, to the GameCube, to a Saturday morning cartoons, to that bowl of cereal that got you up, uh, that got you up earlier than going to school on Saturday mornings just because you wanted to catch those shows, because you wanted to play that video game, you wanted to watch that movie, or you wanted to go hang out with your friend and play that Yu-Gi-Oh right by the poolside because it's Adult Swim and, you know, you got to get out and take a little break. Get yourself a little noodle and your little Mr. Freeze and uh, play some Yu-Gi-Oh! right beside the pool. There's nothing better than that. With that being said, folks, uh, I really hope to catch you guys next time on the uh, on the next episodes. Uh, we're just going to keep talking about stuff. We're just going to have fun. Uh, keep talking about, you know, some of the good memories, some of the good times with some uh, some awesome cartoons, stuff just, you know, the way I like to do it personally is whatever night, whatever day I'm feeling, if uh, if I had a good day and I'm thinking about a particular cartoon in my mind, I say, you know what, that's what I'm going to watch. I'm going to go home, going to go in the basement, flip on the TV, record, uh, think what I, uh, record what I'm thinking about, and just watch it. And then later on, you know, maybe in uh, 15, 20, 30 years, who knows? Maybe I'll listening, I'll be listening to these recordings for myself, uh, and just almost having like a little companion, uh, you know. But it's uh, it's just fun to hear the you know the perspective uh, if you guys want to do this do this yourself just go out there and talk about these old cartoons and just enjoy the perspective of your your what you're imagining or your memories or what you're having of these shows so uh anyways so with that being said hope to catch you on the next one guys and uh take care be safe out there and uh thanks for stopping by all right bye bye you just listened to a Tune Along podcast. If you like what you heard or have any comments or feedback, don't hesitate to check out more on iTunes, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for more info. I'll see you next time. Ciao!